You're listening to Get More Done. I'm your host, Ben DeGavage. Each episode, we'll talk with business leaders from around the world to discuss how they are helping their teams be more productive, building systems to scale, or leveraging automation. In this episode, I caught up with Matteo Papaluca, the head of global sales at Boom. With a decade of sales experience under his belt, mostly in management, Matteo talks about the importance of nurturing your people and focusing on their development individually to help the team grow and succeed. Enjoy. Excellent. Welcome back to Get More Done, the podcast all about productivity and just just being awesome and getting things done. Um, joining me today is Matteo Papaluca, the head of global sales at Boom. So Matteo, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Ben. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, super pumped that that you can join us. Um, and if you're, you're not familiar, we typically start these conversations with an icebreaker to kind of break up the nerves a little bit, get a bit comfortable. So with that, um, what was your favorite class to, or what was your favorite field of study in school when you were growing up? And why was that your favorite? Yeah, so I studied uh, economics um, back in high school and also in uh, university. I did also degree, master degree in economics and tourism. I think the best uh, um, was leadership. Uh, we had um, we had um, a class in leadership in high school. I remember it was it was famous manager at the time. It was a high rated manager in Italy. It was like um, a leading part of a big uh, production company. And this guy was coming <laughs> to talk to us. And I always uh, I started remember I started like engaging with him a lot. So he was talking about those. Uh, uh, leadership styles, you know, all about this. We were kids, you know, but those things that uh, you see this guy, uh, you know, all suited, you know, big, big guys. Oh, I want to be like him. So, yeah, leadership, I think, was one of the best. And I also, when I studied the university, uh, I had the, the chance to have um, many, many courses on leadership. And then, because I really liked it, I took actually, um, I was in Dublin at the time, in Ireland. And I took a leadership course. Uh, it was a diploma, actually. It took some, it lasted for six months uh, at the Griffith College to really go into leadership and understanding you know, how to lead people, you know, leadership uh, inspiring versus management and so on. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. I mean, the the love of economics and then leadership kind of com- combining together is basically your foundation to everything you've been working on so that's yeah. really awesome that you stacked up stacked all that up yes so so on on that note tell us a little bit more you know about yourself and in your role with boom yeah so um i've been uh, in sales for 10 years um as i as i said i started uh, um i was working in sales in italy um in business travel uh, and then i you know i kind of uh, with my girlfriend at the time uh and my wife now uh, we just say, okay, want to go abroad? Let's go. Let's start, you know, seeing some opportunities. Uh, we moved to Dublin, uh, uh, Ireland, a beautiful place, beautiful people, Irish people. We I started there in Ryanair, an airline. Uh, it's the biggest low cost airline. It's like Southwest in uh, in the US. Uh, it's the biggest in Europe. Uh, I started there as a manager uh, for a year. Very tough job, uh, to be honest with you. So it helped me a lot, like building resilience and strength, lots of travels. Uh, you know, it wasn't easy. And then from that, I just said, I, I want to go in tech, you know, and then I started my career in tech. Uh, went to a startup. My first one was uh, uh, acquired by J2 Global. Uh, I was a telecommunication startup. And then LinkedIn, 
you know, uh, which you you might know. Four years in LinkedIn, and then I ended up uh, another startups, Cloudbeds, uh, and then I started my uh, sorry, Rebrandly actually, uh, my first job as a manager there. So it was a super cool startup, small but like very 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 tough, uh, and we were did uh, we did lots of lots of good things there. Uh, and then Cloudbeds, another uh, scale ups like from San Diego, they do a software for uh, hotels and you know vacation rental. And ended up then uh, uh, in Boom. Boom is uh, is we work uh, is the first platform uh, you know helps companies to produce, uh, manage, and get insights and analytics from photos and visual content. So imagine all those photos that you see on you know your uh, DoorDash app or your you know Deliveroo app or your Airbnb. Uh, those photos are taken by uh, companies like Boom, like that we do at scale. Uh, so yeah, I've been here for now over over a year now. Uh, I'm loving it to be honest. Yeah, awesome. That that you know track record and that tenure of just scaling up and right, managing teams all over the world. That's really awesome. Awesome to hear. So you know one of the biggest ways that teams save time is with delegation. So let's dive a little bit more into to how Boom helps with that because you mentioned you know having the capacity to capture all the imagery and manage all of that. So how how does Boom help it help with that? Uh, that's a good question, Ben. Boom is actually uh, I think the best uh, one of the best example for externalize um, a part of your business, right? So imagine these companies in real estate and food or uh, product or fashion that usually they take photos and they need photos for their to go online, right? Uh, and they need good photos, you know, <laughs> in order to sell more. The, the old way was you have thousands or dozens, let's say, of freelancers, like or people like even sometimes people with your phone and say, okay, I'll take a photo, you know, all those kind of things, right? Which is not scalable, really. Uh, and you ended up like, uh, instead of selling or doing your core business, like selling houses or, you know, selling food, uh, you know, or supporting like uh, selling e-commerce uh, and product, you ended up like creating another boom, right? You're creating a platform that helps you manage all of that because it's not easy to do that. And Boom does that. Boom does actually, it takes that away. So you give everything to Boom. We have 35,000 photographers around the world, a beautiful platform that works. You can book a photo shooting in one second. You get a photographer dispatched and photos in 24 hours. And that's exactly the what we help leaders in operation, in marketing, leadership teams in, in those companies I was mentioned before they can really focus on their own business and we take the photos, we make sure that those photos are good and they sell bad, they sell, they sell better and uh, they, they can in this way focus on, uh, on what matters uh, for them. Yeah, that, that's awesome to just let them focus on the core strength and you take all the headache away and, and help them with that, that production side of things. That's really, really great to see. Correct. Now, uh, recently you posted on LinkedIn something that really stopped me in my tracks about how you reduce the time you spend in meetings each week by nearly half. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the you know the process. How did how did you put that in place, and what results have you seen so far, and maybe any challenges that have came come up from that? Yeah, man. Look, okay. First of all, I wrote that uh, on a. Uh, okay, my daughter was sick. I couldn't sleep because we were. She was a bit with a cold or something, you know. So I couldn't really sleep. So I was on my phone, right? And I, I wrote that, which I don't know what happened. It just went uh, viral. I got I think above three hundred thousand views and almost three thousand likes. Uh, something that never happened to me in LinkedIn. I always had good uh, engagement, 
but not like that. So the reality is this. I woke up one day and it was clearly under the water. You know, uh, it was back in August this year. Um, I took, uh, I remember, a week of holidays. A year in boom, a year, very challenging year. Imagine COVID, kids, homeschooling, all. Okay, we know that, right? So we, are all, we, we, are, we were all in the same situation. So I ended up like uh, also lots of some, some changes in the team, you know. Um, so I ended up like really under the water. I remember I w- went on holiday for a week and I came back from holiday and I was even t- more tired. You know, I was even uh, even more under pressure. And I said, man, what's going on? There's something going on. I, I actually, my manager came to me and said, man, I, w- I wanted to book a meeting with you, but it's impossible. And I just said, what do you mean it's impossible? Yeah, man, it's uh, you're fully booked. You have, uh... and I just say, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and, then, and then Google, I think, realized, released actually insights. You know, if you go in your Google calendar, you start seeing the hours of meetings that you are in and with who. And then I said, 40 hours, 40. You know, I, it was like 37. It was unbelievable, man. It was basically each hour of my calendar was booked in meeting. And look, it's normal. Okay. I understand it's normal for many people. I manage uh, 14 people directly. Now adding other nine, I'm also adding managers, of course, because people told me, oh, you should have managers. Of course, I'm adding now managers. But, you know, start, sometimes in startups, you don't get all the support you need. You know, you just try to do everything yourself. And um, I just said, no, I need to do something. I cleared the calendar today and I sat down, first of all, with myself to say, what do I need to do? Where I'm spending most of my time? And unfortunately, unfortunately, Ben, because I love one-to-ones, you know, I, I am the biggest, the biggest driver of one-to-ones. Unfortunately, I was doing 14 hours of one-to-ones, okay? And uh, one hour per person per every week. And then I said, okay, I can go and cancel them or I can do better. I can ask my team. I sat together with my team and said, hey, guys. We're doing one-to-ones with all of you. And to be honest with you, I'm very stressed out. I feel that I cannot give you, I cannot deliver. And sometimes those one-to-one band were really, okay, after half an hour, okay, now, you know, no agenda. You know, not really, you know, no. If if all of them were heavy uh, conversation, I I wouldn't even, you know, start from that but they, I, I felt my team we were pretty aligned with all my team we're doing good like so maybe it wasn't needed and they told me oh man i i actually don't need them i said what do you, what do you mean no 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 it's too much for me too so, really and then i started talking with my team and uh, we ended up doing that with my team and then i went to my leaders and my leadership uh, team peers and they told me, oh, no, no, yeah, you're right, actually. Uh, I need that. Uh, we can do that every two weeks. I said, oh, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> and then I started doing that. And uh, I will get uh, calendars invite, and I will just ask a simple question. Do I need to be there? <laughs> you know, that's simple. Uh, it, it's not, I, I, look, Ben, we don't want to, in, in a remote world, you don't want to make boundaries. Okay. You don't want to feel Matteo is not accessible. Okay. You need to do this with compassion. You need to do this in a way where you are always accessible. And then we talk about Slack and all that later. The question I asked myself, is this meeting really needed? You know, and I ended up the understanding, but almost get almost actually was blowing my mind that the people in that meeting, they didn't want to be there either. 
you know, so we ended up actually, that happened then very quickly in like in two days, monthly one-to-ones, but daily check-ins. So, you know, with my team, we will use Slack, we will use, because I need to be available with my team all the time, you know, anything personal, professional, I'm always there, you know, day and night. That's the only, this is the only notification I get here, my team and my family, that's it. I have no other notification, right? So I, I just said, okay, you need to tell me if something is wrong and I will check with you every day. Okay, that's fine, we can do a Slack. So Slack, huddle, quick chat, videos, all that. And then they start telling me, yeah, but I need to tell you, when I need to tell you to do something or when you need to tell me to do something, how can we do that if you don't have one-to-one? I said, look, we have a sana. We can t- assign a task to each other on a sana and say, hey, Ben, can you please do this for me? We also put some reference, some links and so on. And then this, <laughs> this started and my calendar went, uh, if you look right now, it's 15 hours, uh, 15 hours per, per, per week. And uh, I am actually very happy myself, but most important, I found my team to be happier. I found better communication also with my peers and my leadership team. Not expected, Ben, not expected. <laughs> so this wasn't something I, oh, I know how to do it, I'll do it. No, I didn't know anything. I just, I just uh, went there because I was under the water. Yeah, totally. And and that that vulnerability to your team of being like, I need your help to help me, right? It's like that, that I think. And, you know, you coming with that from a compassion, be like, I don't necessarily, you know, despise you from inviting me to this meeting. But if I don't need to be there, like, then it's not, not something that I need to fill, fill my time with. So I think taking more control over your week is very empowering and something that a lot of people can can take back. And as you said, as long as there's that communication, those that way to still get in touch with your team, then everything else can still still thrive. So that's that's really awesome. Exactly, Ben. They need to know because if you do that with uh, compassion, it's okay. If you do that uh, with no compassion, you're an asshole. Okay. So that's the thing, you know. So it's very important. And compassion management, I, I, I'm very passionate about that. You know, Jeff Wiener, uh, former CEO of LinkedIn, talked a lot to us a lot about that. And in a, in a situation like this, when you, it's, it's a tough situation because one-to-ones are most of the time the most important time of, of the week because people really need to come to you and talk to you, Ben, because I don't do one-to-ones with, the, okay, what's your sales forecast? Oh, what's your deal? I don't really care about this. One-to-one is your time, you know, go you know, how you feeling? Oh man, I saw you were silent. You know, I loved those time. I loved them, but they were 14 hours per week, you know, so it was impossible. So, but as long as you come with a compassion approach and say, hey, I want to be there. I want to keep this flow going, but help me. Uh, that's a different conversation. Yeah, because it's when you're a people person and you, you know, really enjoy hanging out and talking with your team members, it's kind of tough to pull that back. But like you said, just having that 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 open communication, I think, is vital. And and on that on that note, you know, we talked a little bit about Asana and Slack, you know, doing daily huddles. Are there any other process hacks or anything else that you've used to help your team save more time and get more done? Yeah, so I think that as a manager, these are the tools that help us a lot. Okay, so Asana for accountability, okay? 
Uh, I'm not paid by Asana or anything. Actually, we paid our Asana every month and a lot. <laughs> so, uh, but Asana for accountability helps a lot. Okay, with project uh, and uh, you know everything is accessible there, and there is also this task management that you can assign tasks to people and give content. So that that helps a lot. Slack is crucial for remote working. So Slack is crucial for that. So it helps us. Uh, there is no email communication, so there's zero email communication for internal in Boom. Uh, for internal comms in Boom. To be honest with you, we have also, uh, with my team, uh, um, different uh, coaching moments, okay? So we can have uh, tools like Gong. Again, I'm not paid by Gong, but we use a lot of Gong for things that you sh- were coaching about, right? Okay, let's get together, Ben. All of us, two hours, let's talk about discovery call. How we do a discovery call? Oh, man, wait, there is, we go in Gong, we record all the discovery call, we talk to the team and say, hey, man, this is a good discovery call. Why, would, why don't we listen to this? Or, hey, Laura, this is a good one. Why don't you listen? You know, so this technology around sales specifically and companies it, is there, right? And we almost feel that we are overwhelmed by that. But if you really pick your sales stack, right, and pick your technologies, like Gong for sales, of course, sales for sort of any subs, CRM, uh, Slack, Asana, if you really pick the one that helps you doing something okay like coaching for example you save time yourself you save time for your team for example with an issue okay and i think most of the people that listen to this and they are leaders in startups they have this issue onboarding we need to onboard many people okay i i hire now from now until generally nine people okay nine nine people in my team only and this is 100 people company 100 not 1000 so okay I don't have a university. I don't have like a sales enablement team taking care of it. I need to do myself the onboarding. So what I did, I started recording my onboarding. Easy. All the session I was doing with the new hires, I tag them. I give them a name. I give them a number. And I put them in Asana. So when you start in Boom, in a remote environment, because we are remote, for the week, I know it doesn't sound great, but for a week, you have a week of video, if you want, that will walk you through Boom. So... And this is just leveraging what you have there, like uh, a video uh, tool and uh, Asana, for example. Yeah, awesome. That all of that sounds sounds really great. Of not not reproducing the work, like for the onboarding piece of saying, "Hey, we did it once. Everybody can do it." And leveraging tools like Gong for just massive insights onto everything automatically. I think that's really really powerful. Because I mean, that probably spent a lot of time combing through each one, each conversation, or talking about it. When you can just say, "Hey, here's some good examples, things we can extrapolate and learn from." I used to listen Ben to. 25 calls per week you will speed them up 1.5 to like zoom calls or gmeet recording but you still need to go through all the calls so that the thing you know the gong which again a very good 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 tool very very strong it's a bit expensive okay for a startup but it's 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 worth it but uh it helps you a lot I used to listen to calls, Ben, because that's the best coaching you can give to your team, right? So you listen to a call or you are in a call, right? So that's the best, uh, you know, thing you can do. Um, I used to listen to call everywhere, you know, when I was walking, uh, you know, because I, couldn't, I, I didn't have time. And um, technology is there. I think that we just need to find the right spot, right, uh, for, for each, uh, each tech um, Yeah, piece. exactly, exactly. So, you know, with your extensive sales background in a lot of different industries, 
What would be, you know, a piece of advice or a few pieces of advice that you'd give to other sales managers that are just starting out, um, you know, how to be more efficient from the start? Uh, okay. First of all, I think that uh, you need to understand uh, your priorities. Okay. So uh, as a sales manager in a startup or in a scale up, uh, but even in a corporation, okay, I don't want to take anybody off this conversation. You need to master your priorities, okay? Even if it's, you sound sometimes a bit abrasive, let's say, okay, when people tell you, oh, why don't you do this? No, okay, so no, I'm sorry, man, I love you. I, no, I don't do that, you know? So I think that know your, master your priority and hiring, unfortunately or fortunately, is your first priority. The people, the people you work with, the right people will get you to the moon. The bad fit will get you to the to hell. Okay, so it's very very important that you find what works for you and for your company. Okay, so I I didn't spend much time Ben on this. Uh, to be honest, I I start recently, but I always when you come in a role, you're a sales manager. Oh, okay, I want to close deal. I close deal. I do processes. Uh, you know, so wrong hiring. Hiring, master your hiring, understand who you want, three things, you know, not many, you know, scorecards or uh, three things, what you want, what you need, you know, and try to master that. The other priority is your team. Your team, when I talk about your team, uh, because (laughs) I, I recently posted about this, but when you talk about your team, I'm talking about your direct reports, okay? Because then this is one, this is your team, and then you have your team here, right? Your peers. So, Develop them. Coach them individually. Okay? Individually, focus on the person to grow the team. There is always this belief, and this was Rafa, um, Rafa Blanes, who was my VP of sales in Cloudbeds. He always, always said that. Said that. Coach the individual to, the, to coach the team. Coach the individual to coach the team. So you really need to focus on the person. Okay? And, of course, this means... Point number three, which is the book. It's a most famous book, but it's a, for me, um, Radical Candor by Kim Scott is the, the uh, it's, it's there, read that five times, is, is, the, is the master, right? You need to challenge directly, but you really need to care personally. So there is no team, there is no management if you're not uh, fully, fully dedicated to get to know each other, to get to know the person you have in front of you, but to, more, more important, to care about the pers- the per- the, that person, okay? So if you start caring about people and about your team, you can challenge them also. And you can tell them when they're not, when they're not enough, or you can challenge them when they didn't, meet something or did they meet a specific API or something. But if you don't care personally and you just challenge, then you are aggressive or you are abrasive or you are, you know, uh, not the best manager. So just to, if you're in management, you want to go in management, I think first treating, master your priorities and I'm giving you a hint, hiring is your first one. <laughs> uh, the second one is develop and coach the individuals to coach the team. And then third one is challenge directly and her personally. 
Yeah, that, that those are great insights for, you know, anybody, maybe not just in sales, but just anybody managing a team of get to that human human connection, because it's easy to be like, oh, you're not hitting your numbers, but let's dig deeper into that. What you know, what's happening? How can we help you get to what you need to do and, and provide you those resources? That's that's really awesome. Now, now tell me a little bit about, you know, motivation, because I know that selling every day can be hard and there's, you know, a lot of no's you maybe need to stack up to get to that. Yes. Um, So how do you keep your team motivated? All right. Sales is the only job that you lose 80 percent of the time. Okay, so, you know, when you get into this gig that you're going to lose eight out of 10, seven out of 10, if you're a top performer, I lose maybe nine out of 10. Okay, so. First of all, try to have a good uh, uh, compensation plan, okay? <laughs> Most sales are driven by not money or by results or by uh, recognition. So try to compensate your people fairly, regardless how much you can give, okay? If you cannot give money because you're an early stage startup or you because you have no budget or because try to give them something else, you know, try to give them... Well, I don't know, a uh, barbecue at your, your house, you know, so try to give something that can at least uh, keep them going. Okay. So motivation, first of all, compensation plan, pay them fairly, not cheap, you know, like, oh, we don't pay you, you know, remove all those, those, those things. Just try to pay, pay them fairly and uh, give them recognition if they hit their number, right? So uh, the second thing is that I I always encourage them to not work overtime. I know it's a big uh, topic, but I don't work overtime. And trust me, man, I, if I want, I can work 80 hours per week. I just don't do it. At 6 o'clock, my kids, start, I open this, this door, right? They flow in. And then we start the, the other day, part of the day. So and if I am in a meeting, I say, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I'm in a meeting. I'm like, you know, uh, you know, it's family time now for me. Calendar blocked. They know it. If you do it as a manager, they will do it. They will do it. You know, and I start uh, blocking my calendar for lunchtime and doing a workout. And I recently seen somebody celebrating and uh, sharing that in the uh, we have a Slack channel called Sales Wellness Fun. Uh, they were doing a workout, and I did first. Okay, so uh, try to really stay on the clock uh, in terms of uh, not working overtime. Of course, you need to work overtime once; it's fine. But try to really not burn yourself. Okay, that's very, 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 very important. And the last piece of the motivation is uh, I celebrate anything I can without being cheesy, okay? So celebration time, indeed in a remote work, uh, celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. You know, uh, oh, guys, hey, well done. This is the biggest uh, uh, deal so far or uh, $50 uh, Amazon for the first person. You know, try to keep them engaged in uh, with little motivation all the time, okay? And we have... Uh, uh, Slack channels for that. We have uh, uh, Friday time together with the team, like half an hour to finish the week together. Get uh, you know some water, uh, juice, wine, whatever you want, beer, whatever you want to drink. Get together, make that remote environment or even that office environment more fun. Okay, and try to do that. I remember 
one thing then that worked very well for me was uh, uh, I changed it, of course, because otherwise I'd always say, but was uh, like uh, uh, awards, weekly awards, right? Three awards, about three priorities of the company. And I will start, uh, um, uh, I remember I will click the best song of the person will, will start singing and then the face will come up. Man, it's a normal, I took two minutes to do it, but people were so pumped up because there is this song. So you start wondering, so, oh, Where's the song? Where's the song? And then there's the face of the person. Hey, you know, and you you get that. So I, I did it myself, right? So I I, I I'm, I'm not the best to, to do these things, but little thing like that every Friday to celebrate three people uh, really help uh, with the motivation, indeed in sales and indeed in a remote environment. Yeah, I think that that can't be uh, you know understated of just celebrating those wins because it, it like you said there's a lot of rejection you get in the sales and it could be demoralizing but just bringing your team together to celebrate those wins and kind of stand on those wins and and really celebrate those and and as you mentioned too of uh, kind of having that in- incentive or something to work towards whether it's a barbecue like you said or Amazon gift card or maybe you know the compensation plan that type of thing that really really can go a long way. Um, you touched on a little bit about the, the, the work-life balance and taking care of yourself. So working out, how have you seen that, that help, you know, in, in your work life? I'm not fit. Okay. First of all, I'm not the kind of person, guys, I, this is a normal arm. Um, (laughs) I, I, but I'm strong. Okay. I'm strong. I mean, what I mean about that, I, uh, I to function at the level I am and the level I need to stay personally and professionally. I need to have, I need to have my workout, okay? Uh, or I need to have my uh, vacation, or I need to have my meditation time with that space or calm, whatever you want to use. It, it would be impossible to not be fit mentally first and physically second in order to perform uh, in work. Okay, so I stay, I have a personal trainer who helps me, like uh, giving me some indication and I try to work out three times per week. Of course, time is tough because uh, I try to do this in the morning, but then now uh, my older daughter has nightmares. <laughs> she comes and sleeps with us, you know, so we have uh, uh, the other one in the other room. So it's not easy, but I fit, I try to fit a workout any time I can, okay? There's many apps that you can use, plenty of them. Uh, I personally use BuddyFit, which is an app also. I, uh, I, um, I do advisorship too, which, the, the, you know, they do wellness, uh, live classes, you know, this kind of thing. So anything that you can do, it's that, it's uh, your friend giving you, um, you know, a plan or it's, there was another one, uh, a gym, whatever it is. It, something, you need to do something, okay? If it's not that, okay, and I have my wife who is, I don't like this, work, Mid-time, midday work, then meeting, do, asking the question, do we need the camera on? No, okay, can I go for a walk? Yeah, okay, go for a walk. You have that one-to-ones work. So anything that get the flow going and your body flow going, and trust me, again, Ben, I have no expertise or anything. I just see this on myself. But when I started, and I look at pictures, you know, and myself uh, also, I, I, sometimes, you know, you get those memories coming back from Facebook, those apps. And this, I, 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 you know, you clearly see I'm in a much better 
state right now, even if don't, I don't look better. I'm in a much better state than 10 years ago, or I remember when I started, which I didn't do any activities and so on, actually. I don't want to, because again, I think each person needs to find their what, they, what works for them, but get the blood flowing, you know, get up, standing desk, doing something, 10 minutes stretch, but something that can help you. Because again, if we go back to the priorities before Ben, this is all about your team. And when I have this energy, uh, now I have this energy at six o'clock, I have this energy at nine o'clock, I can help them. Because I see sometimes people coming to you and say, oh, I had a bad day today. You know, and then if, you, if you're, oh, yeah, you telling me I have kids. You know, if we start doing that, man, we, we, we just sink. And somebody needs to be stronger here. And uh, one day it's you, one day it's going to be the other person. But it's important that we keep this energy level uh, up. Of course, one quick tip is eating. Okay, again. I don't want to go there. Plenty of people much expert than me, but you know, reducing meat assumption that helped me, for example, being more, you know, all those kind of things. My wife, uh, she's helped me also with that. You know, we have, um, you know, with the kids, we try to since we eat, everybody eats the same thing, so we don't do. Um, there is a it's baby uh, weaning, I think it's called. You know, the, even the one year old is eating what we eat basically. You know, salt reduction, so all that. Uh, of course, we have our, our, our pizzas on Fridays. You know, we enjoy that. Or sushi, we love it. But, you know, during the week, uh, I, I have in my body more uh, veg and, you know, protein, uh, good protein than, you know, meat or, you know, uh, fats and so on. So that definitely, I found myself, uh, I found it helping a lot in terms of all, even my lunch break at home, you know. Um, all that, uh, uh, I think, all together helps. Also, my performance definitely. Yeah, Fuel, fueling your body with some good stuff, getting the blood moving any t- anytime you can. Like you said, just a quick walk or scheduling some workouts. Um, that that meditation time too of just getting in, getting your head. All of that, I think, you know, builds that foundation that that then you can do some excellent work. And that thing that you you said about maybe it's you know you are having an off day and somebody else is having an off day, but. If you have that energy, then you can help them turn it around and get it a bit more positive and get them get them moving in the right direction. It's definitely words to words to live by for sure. That's that's really great. So so what's next for you? What what are you excited about? What's on the horizon for you? Look, Ben, I, it's been uh, an amazing uh, year for me. Okay, I think um, I was telling you before, right? Uh, I think we went through, and I try not to be cheesy, but I think we went through. The toughest uh, time of my life, personally, when uh, I decided to leave Ireland after 10 years uh, last uh, July uh, and move back to Italy. Okay. Um, and I did that. We were t- chatting before, right? There was this the 6th of July, 2020. My wife and I crying behind the curtain uh, in our house in Dublin, the house we bought with our money. <laughs> and looking at my daughter, Mia, uh, the oldest, to... Uh, celebrating the third birthday with all their friends, right? And she was surrounded by friends, and it was a beautiful day in Dublin. Uh, and I remember that day I signed the contract with Boom, which uh, me- Boom actually is a remote company, so they didn't want me. They said, you can stay in Ireland, but I took the op- opportunity also to, you know, to, 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 to do something new. 
and to challenge ourselves to move to Italy. So I remember my wife, Evelyn, pregnant with Greta. She was nine months pregnant. Greta would be then uh, uh, with us after two weeks. So in all that, uh, Greta, one month old, Mia, four, uh, three years old with older friends, you know, and we, after 10 years in Ireland, we decided to move to Italy. Toughest decision in our life, 55 boxes, so we say, in two suitcases, but we left our house. There was a, this selfie we, ta- we took uh, before leaving, uh, which is, uh, I think, one of the saddest moments of our life because at the end of the day, I was excited for, for boom and for what, what was coming from me, but man, it's tough, you know, to be excited when you have uh, uh, other people depending on you, you know, and I remember Greta so small <laughs> on a plane, you know, so uh, it wasn't easy. So last year, uh, it blew my mind, and, you know, boom treated me very well, you know, and uh, I feel I'm in a... Um, I would say top American uh, company, right? Because for me, American companies are always one step ahead, right? In terms of uh, treating people, I feel like that in Italy, right? Uh, even we're international company, but we are our HQ is in Italy. We're really a gem, right? In uh, in in a in a in a, in a country, Italy, which is not really welcoming sometimes, right? For for startups or for you know uh, people from abroad speaking different language, it's, it's a country that is going very well. It's, it's developing a lot, but you know, still last year, COVID, you know, oh, do, are you sure? So um, it paid off. So we're very, very happy for that. So I want to keep going with what I'm doing in Boom. Uh, I want to be, keep doing the other sales. Uh, I hope uh, one day, of course, to move also to uh, Chief Revenue Officer or those kind of, you know, that Chief Revenue, MVP, those are my uh, goal. Uh, one thing I found out recently is a startup advisor. Uh, I, I'm doing advisorship. Uh, for startups on go-to-market, usually from zero to one million, you know, zero to two million at the first stage. Uh, also, companies from the U.S. relocating to Europe. Uh, I didn't, I'm not getting paid or anything, but it just came up. People asking me for help. <laughs> I add them in my free time, uh, usually Saturdays, Sundays, and a couple of one hour in the day. You know, you you take 30 minutes for lunch uh, in the evening. Uh, also, the flexibility that we have in Boom allows me to do that. And that, that's very interesting for me. And it's coming. I don't see that to be a full-time job. I still see boom and what, head of sales and what I do, uh, my full-time job. But startup advisor is something that it's interesting uh, for me. Uh, on a personal level, my wife uh, came to me one day and said, uh, I cannot find a school, uh, an international school for our kids, like that it's in our, in our area. And I say, okay, let's build one. Let's do one. And they say, you sure? Yeah, let's do one. And now we are starting uh, this project. <laughs> in, we found out that in this area, which is a, a half million people area, there's no international school. Uh, so my wife uh, is now, <laughs> she's the owner of that, so, but she's trying to find out you know, how we can set up, for example, a primary school uh, in, uh, in English and in Italian, of course, in, but more English than Italian. Um, so I think we will be busy for the next <laughs> the next few years, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and you talk about your your career growth. I think you're well on your way of just uh, hunkering down, focusing on your people, building up your people, helping them grow. And then you know, with your advising stuff too, that sounds really really great. So Matteo, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Get more done. Thanks, it was a man. pleasure talking with you and sharing your expertise for for our audience. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Good luck on the school and everything that you're building over there. <laughs> Thanks, with Boom, man. and I uh, hope you have a good rest of your week. I hope it works uh, for 
as it works for me, works for somebody else. So thanks for having me, Ben. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Cheers. Cheers, Ty. Thank you for listening to Get More Done. Be sure to subscribe anywhere that you get your podcast as we have some great speakers lined up. And if you'd like to be on the show, please reach out to us on Twitter at YouCanBookMe or visit us on our forum, forum.YouCanBook.me. I hope to see you around.